Hey girl, hey. If you're new, we're so pumped you found us. And if you're back and a real OG, we're so glad you're here. Now you're listening to Girl Talk. We're your host, Courtney Olson, MF CEO of Girl Clothing and the woman with the world's deadliest thighs in Tauver Lee. Tav, let them know what's up. I'm Tauver Lee. I'm a social impact entrepreneur and the founder of Tauver Lee's Tribe. Unplanned and authentic. Together, we're serving you delicious dishes of mind, body, and soul nuggets to help you feel empowered and unstoppable. And we're not experts in any field, but we are two women over 35 who've got some dope-ass tools, stories, and entertainment value to add to your life. Know your worth and charge tax, bitch. Now let's make some magic. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. You ready? Ready. Okay, good. Because we're back! With another episode of Girl Talk. And listen, this is part five in the Self-Love Success Academy. And this has been amazing. We have covered so much information in the four episodes previous to this. And listen, those of you that have been along this journey with us, you have been committed to growing and learning. And I so honor the fact that you guys have given us your time. I mean, these this is this is not a, a, a small thing that you are willing to listen to our voices and our knowledge for, you know, 30 to 45 to an hour of your time. We honor that so much. So thank you for being on this journey of this special series with us because this is our last episode. You're on part five. Woo, 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 woo. And yeah, Courtney is here, even though I feel like I could just keep talking and talking. Hello, Courtney. We love the sound of your voice. Oh my gosh. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Just fine. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm just finishing my snack, which you know I'm always happy when I have snacks. Snacks, snack attacks. I know. Anybody that knows me knows that my whole life pretty much just revolves around food all the time. So nothing wrong with that. I know. I'm always happy when I get food. It's uh, something we'll talk about in a future episode. The HALT acronym, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, the basics of self-care 101. So Mm. keep coming back. We are, we are on the final Mm -hmm. bit of the Self-Love Success Academy. So if you are just joining us, you can print these materials out and you can find them on girl.com. That's G-R-R-R-L.com. Find the navigation that says the 2020 project. And from there, you can log in, print out the book that we are going through, or just simply listen. Completely up to you. But we are here to review the rest of this bit. So we're going to go through. We are left off on page 14. And again, this is all free. We encourage you to use the hashtag 2020 project, hashtag girl talk, so we can come back, find what it is that you're talking about, and also subscribe to become a premium member on Himalaya. Yeah, because why? What do you get as a premium member? Boom, you get early content mm-hmm. and you get to work with us directly. So there is a awesome feature where you can leave voice memos and we can actually take your questions and use those as our future episodes because we are here for you. We don't want to just piss into the air and hope that we land. We want to be addressing what <laughs> you want. Is that, because is, that, is that like a fart in the wind? I believe so. Okay. I'm pissing in the wind. I'm sure I've done it. I've peed everywhere. (laughs) I don't remember it. Yeah, we do recover. Amazing. Okay. So we're on the bit on page 14 where we're talking about steps to maintaining life balance, which as we know from previous episode is a bit of a joke because we are never actually Mm. in 
complete perfect balance for long. It might be for a day, but eventually something's got to give mm-hmm. and some something else in your life will start to dissipate or kind of weaken an area of your life when everything else is in balance. And that's just, it's a constant juggling act, you know. So, but in that, these little areas will help us to find that. So uh, first one, turn it off. Have you turned off your phone? Shut that shit down. All right. So... <clears throat> Whether that's your social media, we know people do um, social media detoxes often, and we we encourage that. And so turn it off, switch your things off, and detach from that. Say no. Wait, I want to tell you, on turn it off, I just had this thought. I did a full episode on my show, Grit and Grace, about living a notification-free life. I know I touched on this and actually made a joke about it before. You did, and that notification you probably heard was an alarm, because, bitch, I have to set an alarm to brush my teeth. Okay. 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 (laughs) I I mean, I I was a little judgy of me to hear an alarm go off. Judgy McJudgerson. Judgy McJudgerson. (laughs) <laughs> I I did a full episode on Grit and Grace, and I'm going to put a, a link in the show notes. Do it. it was Grit literally and Grace is awesome. Oh, thank you. You joined. You're a guest on that show. I know. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I ranted pretty much for 30 minutes on how much my life changed the moment that I turned my notifications off. And listen, it's not that I don't go on my phone. I don't. I use social media like everybody else. I use it for my business because I'm an entrepreneur. I use my phone. I am on my phone, but I control my phone. My phone does not control me because, you know, scientifically we know that the moment you hear an alert or an alarm go off on your phone, it is virtually impossible to turn off that notification in your brain that's happened that says, oh, maybe that's an important email or, oh, maybe somebody just liked my post and I want that dopamine hit that I'm going to get when I see that, oh my gosh, they like me. All of those things that happen, happen because it starts from the alerts. Turn the alerts on, off. Oh my gosh, I just said on. (laughs) Turn them off and then turn your phone on when you wish to turn your phone on. You're still going to see the same stuff. Now, I've heard all the excuses in the world about why people can't do this because I have kids that want to call me or I have, what if my husband needs to reach me? Listen, people, come on. We know our phones better. We know that there are favorite options. We know that there are ways you can break call through. Call 911. Call Uber. Call twice. You call know, I mean, there's all settings you can change Postmates. on your phone. Okay, so <laughs> let's just say there's not enough of a reason. And I understand not everybody can live like that all the time during work or when there's busy things going on. But I'm just saying, I'm going to give you the link so you can hear me rant like I just did right now for 30 minutes of why you need to keep your phone off in a way. Hundred. Rant over. It's important. There's also task distraction. You know, I, even when you know that you've just checked your email five minutes ago, it, it becomes a addictive behavior where we pick up our phone and just to check the email it's like you just checked your email it just becomes something we do to distract ourselves it's called task distraction so we don't need to you know process things that we should be processing ahead of that we distract ourselves so it's, it's so let's valid. stay here for a minute so there's actually there's a study there's books that have been written for technology companies to teach them how to create products that are meant to distract mm-hmm. because they understand the psyche of where the human population is right now that we are seeking distraction from the reality of life that they are teaching technology companies how to actually create products that are meant to distract you and one of the authors 
that contributed in that book has written a new book that's called Indistractable. And he teaches you everything that the tech companies have been learning. So you understand how these programs and apps and devices are built. Like I didn't know on Facebook, you can turn it to dark mode apparently. So that on the um, DMs, Facebook messenger, whatever. And my, my dear friend was like, yeah, that's dark mode. So the police can't see you when you're on your phone in the car. Like the Facebook has openly said that. So if you're in the car and you're at a stoplight and you're looking at that, if you're on dark mode, then obviously it's not brightly shining. And I was like, you're kidding me. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Yeah. So these things, I'm going to put mm-hmm. a link to this book. It's, and we have no affiliation to this gentleman that wrote this book. But I just, I really found it to be impactful to hear how technology is actually following a rule, uh, like a set of rules on how we cognitively respond to things to take us away from what we're really supposed oh, to be doing. Oh, how about Candy Crush? Okay, let's keep it real. I oh, used my. to laugh at everybody. I was like, you all are dumb. Like, why? Or, you know, and they're like, oh, play. So-and-so sent you a request quest to play ding dong goes to the farm or whatever and i'm like get out of here with that and then i started uh playing i don't know i can't remember if i was stuck in an airport and i was Mm. like oh screw it what is this all about before i knew it i was on that bitch for like two hours a day and Mm. i finally finally was like oh what am i doing how did this happen yeah and i I, so there's training out there to like take us away from important tasks because technology unfortunately has stopped this process where we as humans are able to go really deep in our brain and create creative work and there's i mean there's tons of research on where the next generation is lacking the ability to access the creative parts of their brains that come up with a massive because really computers cannot replace a brain and so anyway I'm going to include this link but I think that we could talk no, that's about this important. for a long time and also we'll say last night or no this was Oh, never mind. That's the topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, we're just going to park okay. that. Well, never mind. Moving on. We're just, okay. just going to say so that next, there are bigger things out there that we're yeah. going to talk about. about next uh, next one is say no. This is a, a big thing, and we, again, brushed on it uh, previously in talking about assertiveness, but there is so much power in the word no. It's a two-letter word. It was super easy for us to say when we were two years old, three years old, no, 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 and now we uh, find it incredibly difficult. So practice saying no, and even if it feels uncomfortable, say no and prioritize your own schedule over other people's schedules. Next one, do something for you. So whether that is something, you know, special, but a massage or a pedicure, something small, go get a nice smelling candle, even, you know, something that you can do for yourself. Next one is learn something new. Yeah. So how often we get into this habit of isolation and not going out in the fear of, oh, I don't want to meet new people or I've had my heart broken or uh, what are they going to think of me? Oh, it's cold outside or whatever. It's so easy for us to talk ourselves into staying home and not learning new things and and getting into new communities. Yeah, we have to stretch in in 2018, Courtney. I, I think I told you this when we talked on Grit and Grace. I set a goal to master something new every month for a year. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was really, actually it was really difficult, but it was also really amazing. And I learned so much and I didn't do that in 2019 because I had too many other things mm-hmm. I was learning to master, but mm-hmm. set yourself some goals to continue learning when in any field. I mean, if you wanted, if you've always wanted to learn how to sing, go learn how to sing. Like if you have always wanted to learn how to draw or do something creative or even take a class on learn how to become more fluent in a language, 
do it. And approach it with a mindset of for fun. You mm, know, I want to get back on the mats and or start golfing again. It's like if I can't walk up to something and be the best at it, my ego doesn't like that. You know, and it's quite funny because if you, we change our mindset and think, all right, this is a hobby. It's for fun, you know, or what have you. It's just completely mm. changes your experience. And, you know, there's all sorts of things out there now where you can go and drink wine while painting with friends or, you know, lose clay, ceramic classes. There's so many things out there you could do. And even apps like Meetup and stuff like that, people going out and doing things. And even saw a commercial uh, uh, recently, you know, Facebook groups. There's there's so many different ways to connect and, and actually get... There's in. almost just no excuse, actually. What you're just yeah, saying, there's accurate. no excuse to try something new, it, it, yeah. even if it's not something that you think you want to do. If Because really, lots of people say, but I don't know, I don't have any... I don't have anything on my wish list of things to learn. Well, you know what? Then pick something randomly out see, of a bucket and fencing. try it. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Just there's no excuse. Learn something new. And a little side note, always proceed on these things, these apps and so forth with caution. People are not who they say they are a lot of the times. And be smart when giving out your personal information when you're on social media. Just a little, uh, just a little side, side note there. there yeah. yeah, We'll talk more about that when we get into our self-defense episode. But... Can I just tell you how excited I am to talk about the next one? Because it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one is table for one, please. And this is quite funny because you will never, ever catch me out eating for enjoyment by myself. You will never catch me at a movie really? by myself. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's, let's talk it's about interesting. this for a minute. Why? I have no idea. I used huh. to love being by myself. Like my junior year of high school, I would... You know, this was back when, like, BMG was a thing, and you could get, like, free CDs. What's BMG? BMG was, like, something music. <laughs> I don't even remember. It was, like, a, a way, I don't know, it was a music club. And you okay. get, like, all these free CDs, and it was ridiculous. Oh, and you would pay, like, $5 or $25 for five? Some, okay. yeah. Okay. And I would listen to music and paint and write poetry and always rearrange my furniture in my <laughs> room. I was just so happy, like... You know, hanging out by myself and, you know, one of the things, as uh, I mentioned previously, as an addict, alcoholic, we tend to isolate, mm. you know, and it's just a characteristic that we have. And so I often have to remind myself, like, all right, you know, I have my CrossFit community. I'm still active in 12-step meetings and, you know, mm. I've got a lot of ways to, you know, but I, I just wouldn't take the time to be like, I want to go see a movie. This is not something I, I actually really enjoy doing. Um, but I would never be like, oh, I'm craving Indian food. I'm going to go out and have dinner by myself and get myself dressed up. And not not me. I think that we need to do a show on all of the things that Taverly has done solo. Yeah, you wrote the whole episode on that. <laughs> I mean, I, I you, mean, do, you, you know some of the stories. You know I some do. of the stories. I have... I definitely crave time alone and it's sometimes it's uncomfortable because people around you are often uncomfortable to see you alone. I don't really go to movies alone, um, but I definitely eat alone. I walk alone. I do things alone, purposefully alone. And I think that it's hard. It's actually hard. That's it. I, I had to stretch myself to do that. But some of the most amazing things have happened to me in the last couple of years when I've been alone that I would love to share some of the stories. Because one of them involves me locking myself out of a house naked um, in another state. So, I mean, we should we should talk about that. That would be fun. Yeah, that's definitely a whole episode on that. But I think it's interesting that 
you that's not something you would choose to do but you do other things alone in your home and in your life just maybe not a restaurant that's what you're saying i mean yeah and if not i mean it's still a good thing to question why you know and i definitely don't spend enough time by myself especially when you're you know in the situation like i am when you're married Mm -hmm. and you know you're you're often together with Mm -hmm. that person it can become difficult to separate yourself um but having time by ourselves is incredibly important because it's in those down moments where we you know are able to do this kind of work and write or you know be with our own thoughts which sometimes for someone like myself can be dangerous I was just gonna say you know I I do some work with the shaman as you know and I'm you know definitely really involved in the connection to myself and the shaman told me once that the moment that we are by ourselves and alone is the moment that we can hear the truth Mm. from ourselves yeah and sometimes it's possible and I'm not saying this is the case for you but sometimes it's possible that if we don't make time to be alone it's because we don't want to hear what that is Mm -hmm. and so just even acknowledging that is going to change it just even acknowledging I don't want to I'm not ready to hear what's happening inside today so or for the next month so I'm maybe going to take that a little slower there are steps you can take to maybe let that happen because maybe you're just also being very critical of yourself I'm not again I'm not referring this to you I'm saying to anybody that doesn't want to be alone there's probably a reason progress that's right uh, we've got minimize the things that don't fulfill you. Cut people out that I was are say not like what? lifting okay. you up. That you, we become the sum of the five most people we hang around. And often when we stop and look at those people, they're not adding anything to our lives. They're not out there as our cheerleader. They're not encouraging us every day. They're not teaching us something new. They're purely there sucking the life out of us, bitching about their life, constantly talking about their drama, their problems, their issues, or just being unmotivating. You know, they're not pushing us to be better people. And that is, we want to be very mindful of who we're giving our energy to and our time to and, and pick and choose. And we, and we get to do that. It's super important. Also, have fun is the last one on here. And again, it's so easy to overlook that. And, you know, and the, the, the drivers that drive people, it is said, you know, there's the disc personality, there are tests, there's a bunch of other tests, but they're like these four key areas. There's um, winning. There are people that are driven by, you know, motivated by winning and being the best. There are people that are motivated by having fun. There are people that are motivated from service. And there are people that are motivated by philanthropic, you know, reasons. And there are people, those people, my husband is one of them, funny enough. He lives for fun. He enjoys having fun. I'm motivated by service. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, we all have these different things. So I, I, it's very easy for me to not have fun. But then when I do have it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was fun. It was nice to switch off and not think about Mm. work, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, and you can relate. And it's probably Mm -hmm. something you've talked about on Grit and Grace is Mm -hmm. you wake up, you're thinking about it. You go to bed, you're thinking about it. And it's never you're never able to really shut it off. You know, so having fun is is essential for for our souls and our happiness. So, word that is absolutely yeah, yeah, absolutely true. Yes. I, and I think that I'm I made a note here that I what I would like to see everyone do at the end of this 
show, which I will remind you of, is to let's go back to this the um, five people you spend the most time with, that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most, most time with. And that's you were talking about that under the minimize the things that don't fulfill you. I think that we hear that comment a lot, right? That you are the sum of the people you spend the most time with. We hear that now. This is common. Like it's a, it's just like something people throw out. And I think we throw it out and don't listen to it. So my my sole work for those of you listening today is going to be actually to write this down. Go back through, let's just even say the last six months and make a list. This is And this is not done with any judgment or harshness towards other humans, but make a list of the people you've spent the most time with outside of, let's, we'll say outside of your work and inside your work, because you should judge it in both ways. You should judge your time, not the people, your time in both ways. Make a list and really look at that because until you actually write it down and look at it honestly, I don't think that we can actually like put an accurate reflection on where our time is spent and with whom. Yep. So we'll come back to it, but I wanted to add that in and make sure that people knew that that is, that is part of what we're doing. And listen, don't forget to ask us questions. If you're struggling with any of this, you can reach both of us on Instagram. Courtney is, you know, Courtney with a K underscore Olson, O-L-S-O-N. I'm Taverly, T-A-H-V-E-R-L-E-E. You can find both of us on Instagram. You can also find me anywhere on my website, on Taverly's Tribe, which is Taverly.com. And you can find Courtney at girl.com. Guys, we are here for you. This is not just us trying to be a one-way, what did you call it? Like a, like a piss all over the wind? Piss into the wind. <laughs> piss into the wind, people. We want to be here for you. We want to answer your questions. We want to hear what you have to say. Tag us at um, hashtag girl talk. That's G-R-R-L talk or hashtag 2020 project. Yeah, if you're working on this stuff, we want to see it. And we mm. want to see you spreading it and taking it out into the community. And something I wanted to mention earlier, and I forgot until now, um, was, you know, if you've been through stuff and you, or if you're just coming out the other side of things, you know, know that you've gone through that for a reason and you make the best type of leader because you've gone through it and you've experienced it. So just park that thought and, and keep that for later. So moving on, we've got on page 17, your top five values. So we know we've got the five principles uh, slash values in the pyramid there that we went through honesty, forgiveness, respect, service, and laughter. You know, your what are your top five values? What what are important in your life? And remember that these can change because we're always changing. Everything in the universe is changing. And if it's not growing, then it's dying. Nothing in the universe stays the same. So remember that. And with that, you you want to know yourself. And by knowing yourself is to do the work. So also remember that other people value things differently. So for example, Taverly might not value time like I value time. I might not value um, napping. She might value napping and I don't. She's like, what do you mean you don't want to take a nap? Uh, mm. She does value time, but let's say she doesn't. And I'm like, you are you are late again. Mm-hmm. She's like, eh, well, but it's not a big deal to her because that wasn't, that's not her, that's not one of her values. She wasn't raised with that value or she didn't adopt it herself. So she doesn't see it as important. But you, on the other hand, that might be your number one value is time. Time is money or whatever is wrapped up in that. So you got to remember, not everybody has the same values as you. So you need to express yourself and say, hey, Tav, look, I really value time. I'm super busy. So 
when I say we need to meet at 2:30 and if you're at 2:45 that's not going to work for me. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, we're going to attempt to do this again and if it falls through then we just got to part ways. And you 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 don't have to do anything. Like I told you, if you tell me I have to do something, I'm going to do the exact opposite. What I recommend is you got to let people know how to treat you. You got to let people know what your values are in order for it to work because you can't expect other people to just have the same values as you. So if they don't value time and you do value time, then you need to specify that. I recommend you specify that. You don't need to do anything, but recommend you Mm. specify that and say, hey, I really value my time. It's really important to me that we are on time when we catch up blah, blah, blah. But how do you do that when you just meet someone? So I'm going to go into the practicalness because I know we cover a lot of information in these shows. We do. This has been like, we're, we're, it's, it's almost like, you know, coach Courtney is, is in the corner and I'm here helping guide that down these paths. But in this case, sometimes it's hard to picture how do you do that? You know, and I, I can put it in the context of, you know, friends, we can look at it in friends, or you can put it in for me, I'm single, right? So I date. So you can put it in the context of dating life, or we can even just put it in the context of our family. If these are not conversations that you've had before, mm-hmm. how do you, like, let's talk about how you have the conversation when you have not. You do it. it it's practice. And right. it's going to feel honesty. uncomfortable. Mm. It, again, it, even for me in, in saying this now, if I went into a relationship, say with you, mm. we've, we've been friends, mm. you know, but if all of a sudden I came out the gate and I'm like, hey, P.S., this is bothering me or I, this is, I just want to address this now. And, and again, listen to me saying just, I'm, I'm like, oh, I need to justify what I'm saying. Let's address this now. I don't want it to be an issue later, right? Or all this comes down to assertiveness. And again, that's why it's such an important topic is because so often we feel like we can't put our needs out there without being bitchy or overbearing or, you know, upsetting the other person. Right. So it's back to that radical honesty again. Yes. Yes. Back to the yeah. radical honesty. It's hard being okay. And it is, yeah. it is hard. Mm-hmm. It's, no one's saying this shit is easy. It's absolutely challenging. But guess what? The first time you walked into the gym and if you haven't been into the gym, that's okay. But when you do, or when you did, that weight was really heavy. And as you move it and you go back and you pick it up again and you do it again, repetition is the mother of all skills because that's how we get better is repetition, repetition, repetition. That's how you build confidence. So repetition is the mother of all skills. R- keep repeating it and it will get easier. Your muscles will get stronger. You you learn muscle memory and then it's no longer foreign and it becomes a part of your life. But the very first time you do it, like assertiveness and, and asserting yourself, it's going to feel super awkward and you're going to feel really uncomfortable. But rest in peace knowing that it's going to get easier this too shall pass. Did you find that you had to do a lot of that when you became an entrepreneur or any of the new paths that you took? Because I think that that comes to mind most recently for me having to express new values to old friends, Mm. having having to really um, say that I've changed. Like my trajectory of my life has changed. I've made this choice. I mean, it didn't, it didn't like happen like all boom at one time. I just recognized over a series of months that I was doing something different and it was kind of shaking my relationships up. Mm -hmm. 
And I would, I would honestly say that that was one of the hardest things in starting a business was accepting the fact that it was going to change all of my relationships. Absolutely. And again, accepting, you said the word accepting mm-hmm. and just being okay with it. Mm-hmm. And then being okay that some people aren't going to understand, you know, like mm-hmm. we've spoken about before, a lot of people work a nine to five and they don't understand what happens behind the scenes when you're running your own business. And that, you know, people are like, oh, you've changed. It's like, no, bitch, I'm out of time. Yeah. I can't sit and, you know, I can't even get back to my mom on a text message because I've got 29 of them that just rolled in in the past 10 minutes mm-hmm. from different people that are looking for different things from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's acceptance, absolutely. And it is. And just knowing that's difficult, but it does get easier. easier. So What you've just said basically <clears throat> applies to every single thing that we've talked about in 2020 on this podcast, which is that it takes time mm-hmm. and patience to make these changes. Little little bits at a time, like, like you said, flexing that muscle, building the muscle in everything, Repetition. communication, and all of the... F- topics that we are discussing, that repetition is so important. And it, it also means being comfortable, being brave, yeah. right? Being brave to try something new. Yeah. And we're going to send you out and put in the, the it was actually in um, the material content on the site on girl.com, G-triple-R-L. There's a values worksheet that you can use to, to look at some values and um, uh, kind of shake your brain a little bit to get the juices flowing in that area. Um, Below that, we see there are short-term goals, and then there are long-term goals. And this is in here because a lot of us don't realize that a dream is something that is up in the sky. It's something that, it's a pipe dream, right? And we think, oh, I'd love to own a horse ranch one day. Okay, well, how do we create that? You take it out of the sky and you put it on a piece of paper and then it becomes a goal because then you take that goal and you put the steps to that goal and then it becomes obtainable. Otherwise, it will remain up in the sky and it will be a fictitious pipe dream. But you take that, you put it on paper, that is the first steps to creating this goal to to happen to to come to fruition so your short-term goals you know uh, let's see here let's build a podcast you know then and that could even be seen as a long-term goal because there's a lot that goes into this (laughs) apparently i'm learning but let's just say you know short-term goals create a podcast by um june 1st 2020 okay what's the step to each goal right, I've got to do the course online. That's going to be four weeks. Boom. That'll take me up to here. By that month, I then want to, it's a way to break it down, make it obtainable and make it happen. And that way you've got a plan of action. And it's, it's really so important the way that you've just described that because it also takes the fear out of it being so big. Mm-hmm. Like right? I said, chunk it down. Yeah, chunk it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have big goals in our life. I mean, hopefully everybody's thinking big picture. What are your, what ultimately do you want to do and achieve and serve? How do you want to make positive change? And sometimes that can feel like a really big task. And I love the way that you just broke that down into simple steps. And not getting too overwhelmed, right? We spoke about in the last episode, anxiety and being in the future, what if, you know, it's, but again, it's okay to have goals and to project that out into the future and then hold yourself accountable and see if you're on track, you know, and that's what this next piece is and this final piece and what this, this program is all about. And it's again, creating awareness. And this is a really powerful tool. And the, the last part of this is covering what these repeated pages are in the back. And it's purely getting us in the habit of taking our inventory as well as priming our day. And so you'll see in here, it should say history books, but that's okay. Putting myself in the history books, we've got our date and it is 
been for me personally, one of the biggest life changing tools has been writing. And I've been writing since high school and I've got journals from rehab, from high school, from all of my recovery and and what I was experiencing. And then I've had a public blog as well for a number of years on various websites. And to be able to go back and say, oh my gosh, look how far I've come. You know, it feels like I haven't really made a lot of progress, but in reading that, look at how I reacted back then and how I would respond today. So it's really an, an amazing way for us to gauge if we're going down the right path or the wrong path. And I heard this fact thrown out one time, and I haven't actually checked it, so don't hold hold me to it. But this is how misinformation gets spread around, I suppose. But somebody I heard in a talk was saying that if a pilot is off by one degree when flying, they can wind up in another country. And for whatever reason, that that landed quite hard because I'm like, wow, how often do we set New Year's resolutions? And again, with something we talked about previously, and after three weeks, we're off and running down another path. And it's something we don't even think again until the end of the year. Right. So this is you are you are worth more than that. You are incredibly valuable and you deserve to be checking in on your shit on a daily basis. And that is by taking your inventory, engaging and seeing where you are and then, you know, looking at yourself as your own barometer and not judging yourself upon somebody else's progress, because we all do that. Oh, I'm not, I don't have that many followers. I don't have that much engagement. I'm not writing a blog like that. I don't have my own podcast, whatever, whatever, whatever. And we'll start, you know, picking ourselves apart when in reality, it's like, yeah, bitch, guess what? You're not smoking meth today. Great job. Mm. You know, (laughs) it's like that in and on its own is a miracle, is an absolute miracle, you know? So, and I really like the idea of putting yourself in her story and I wanted to just add that there is power in your voice that all of you listening whether you are a woman a man or a man that identifies as a woman or a woman that identifies as a man if you are a human you have a story and whatever your story is you have survived something you have learned you have grown you have changed because we all do we don't go from childhood to teenage years to middle adulthood to grown adults without learning something And your story matters because you've probably been through something that somebody else has not. So I want people to share their stories. It matters. It does matter. Your voice is powerful. And I think of it even as small as just being honest with your neighbor at a soccer game, at your kid's soccer game. Instead of brushing over the whole truth, maybe just be a little bit more real with who you are. You know, share something about yourself that's personal. And, you know, in my life, I have experienced women specifically because I do women's work, having massive transformation just by sharing something 100% truthful about themselves with somebody that they wouldn't have previously. So when you start talking about her story, I I start really feeling it in my body, like share your story. And it it doesn't have to be in a podcast way. It doesn't have to be in a blog. It doesn't have to be on your social media. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't. It could just be you sharing your truth with another person. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, think about the history of Native Americans versus what we are taught Mm. in school. Everybody 
has a different story and a different perspective of how something went down. Mm. And this is your recording. This is like your your civil duty for your your lineage, even if you don't have kids. I, I know I probably won't have kids. I'd be in prison for beating them. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me all your children. Uh, but no, you know, it's, um, uh, again, that's another podcast, but regardless it's still doing a civil duty to give your perspective and your experience and it is important and it is valid so getting in the habit of writing that and getting your thoughts out of your head it's another form of therapy as well when you're writing things out it's a way for you to process them to move through them and we often have aha moments that way Mm. you know it's a lot cheaper than therapy and you see that's what happens when we talk to a therapist they don't do a lot of talking they ask us questions and we respond and we, we share that and when things come out of our head and go through our mouth it goes through this filtering process and by writing there's power in that and that helps you to create a new story a new perspective having these moments of oh that's why I went through that oh my gosh I just got it so writing is incredibly powerful in that regard and that's what these pages are right in this part of the yeah the second Academy. the first the first side of the page on the left will say you know, what am I grateful for? And then it's got your daily affirmation meditation. The next page is blank. So whether you do daily writing in the morning for a couple of minutes, uh, or you set it up in a way that, you know, you're doing your, your stuff at night, it's completely up to you, but recommend doing your gratitude list in your daily affirmation or slash meditation first thing in the morning to prime your day. And it doesn't have to, you know, be that way. It's just a suggestion. But as you know, Tavra Lee said before she even gets out of bed and her feet hit the ground, she's punching her fingers up through the air to list off those five things. That's what is happening when we do it first thing in the morning. And a lot of, you know, people who are coaches and and all the rest of it will highly encourage that because what happens is, is when we first wake up, we're in a state of creating. We're not fully awake yet and we're still kind of in another realm. And that is when we are the most creative and we're, we're setting our day up for the rest of the day, right? So like, as I said, as you get out of bed and you stub your toe and you're like, oh, the rest of my day is going to go to shit. It's like, so this is priming your day. Power of intention, right? Yeah, it's the power of intention and it it sets you off down that right path. You know, for a while there, when you come into the office, we all write what we're grateful for. And by doing that, it puts you into a state of then training your brain to think in those ways. And instead of being like, oh, poor me, it's like, oh, I'm so grateful I'm inside right now and I'm not outside like all of these mm. homeless people in downtown Las Vegas because is that what it you is do? freezing. Is this, is this what you do at your office? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Big, yeah. big giant poster. Love it. I love post-it notes, yeah. you know, as you know, and, and erasable pins and these giant post-it notes go on the wall and erasable we all have, pens, yeah, people. it'll do change you know, your life. Can I just, can I just <laughs> go on this tangent? Yes. Did you know that pens can be erasable? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that. And Courtney has, she's just changed my life. Goat right there. That wins the goat (laughs) award of the year. It'll change your life. So again, what are you grateful for? Puts us into a place of, you know, amazing energy, sets us down the right path. And then again, what is your daily affirmation or your meditation? What is the thing that you're going to continue to say or focus on throughout the day that you can keep coming back to that you either want to obtain or, um, you know, overcome and in, in focusing on positive, you know, I am strong, I am powerful. And as opposed to saying, I am not 
getting sick because the universe doesn't hear the word not. It just hears the word, I am sick, I am sick. So mm-hmm. I am powerful, I am positive. I am in, healthy, you know, I am growing, healthy, I am, I am strong. And it yeah. can be short and, and to the point, you know, whatever the case is. But by writing it down, you are creating it. You're making it real. It's like taking the goal out or taking the dream out of the sky and writing it down. It is then a actual real thing. It's not well, just floating just, around in your head. And let's just say, I mean, on a, on a spiritual <laughs> side, right, there is so much that happens when you use your hand, which is how most of us write. Some people write with their feet if their hands don't work, but I'm going to assume that most people listening are writing Don't make hand. assumptions, bitch. Don't make assumptions. <laughs> Whatever digits you are writing with, you know, if you really put intentions into your body and take that feeling from your body through into your whatever limbs you are using and you move a utensil on a piece of paper and create something from your mind onto the paper it has an actual magical property that takes place so yes do it do it do it absolutely so get up prime your day write what you're grateful for as Tav said even if you're writing the same five things Mm -hmm. for five days in a row it does not matter you're going to prime your day you're going to train your brain to think in a way where it is empowering and you are unstoppable as opposed to poor me I don't have enough I have lack you know you're going to start training your mind because our minds are so powerful and this is something we are not taught you know we're taught to take care of our body work out you know, we're not taught how to do that, but we're encouraged I was gonna to say, actually, I think that there's that we fall short in that too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But it's pushed upon us in society, yeah. bitch, you better look good or you're going to yeah, get called right. out. Or if you look too good, you're going to get called out. So right. whatever. No, but yeah, we're, yeah, we're constantly talking about the body and then there's the spiritual aspect. A lot of people, you know, whether you're Christian, Muslim, Hindu, atheist, Satanist, doesn't matter. We, there's still a, a large majority of people who have something else to believe in or it's talked about or what have you but the mind component and we all throw around the term mental health oh mental health is now a hot button it's a Mm. hot word it's a buzzword what does that actually mean we all have mental health and when somebody's mentally ill that just is the opposite so their mind's not really healthy you know i'm mentally ill i guess i have a mental illness as it never goes away It's, it's, it's called being an alcoholic and an addict yep that's there i own that and i accept that but i'm pretty healthy right now and i do that because i do the work right but that being said a lot of us hear that and we think oh my gosh i'm you know, or I hear the word disease, and I think it's a crusty penis that's about to fall off. When in actuality, all that means is dis-ease. Mm-hmm. Opposite, dis means opposite of ease. Mm-hmm. It's opposite of ease. It's a disease. So, again, when we're talking about um, mental health and, and training our brains, a lot of that we don't we aren't given the actual tools. We're not like, say, this is how you train your brain. This is where subconscious beliefs come from. This is how you create awareness. You know, we just hear these words thrown around and then we're just like out there fumbling yeah, around. Sometimes it's and, a very hard to put tactics to it. I yeah. feel like we miss that a lot in the self-help industry. Yeah. 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 The actual tactics of what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's right. And again, we're a future episode. We just regurgitate things. And it's not until we consciously connect to to the words and you're like, oh my gosh, that's what that means. I was about to get that tattooed on my body. Now I know what it means. And there's, there's so much action in this show. I mean, there's so much action in this last podcast. I I really want to encourage you if you have not, I mean, obviously we may have lost you halfway through, like this might have been too much and that's okay. Go back and start again, download the material, print the pages, you know, get the, the blank sides so you can actually 
take notes on what we're talking about because some of these prompts are really, really going to change your life. And it's not just this one. It's this whole series right here. I'm Courtney, I'm just so proud of the work that we're creating and the work that you've done in this already. This, Thank I mean, you. so much of you is in this, even though we're delivering it together. So much of you is in this. And I just want you to know, Received. I'm so grateful. <laughs> so grateful. Received. Making a little heart. Received. Yeah. And I'm grateful too for having you in my sphere because again, it's you become, as we said, the people you hang around. Mm. And so you know, when you mentioned the the bit on Kobe in the last episode, I was like, because that was me. I didn't post anything. You know, I mm. thought about it heavily and reflected on it. But it's a that for me is a struggle. It's so difficult to remain grateful mm. on a daily basis. It's an actual daily practice I have to get into. And so that's why, you know, you choose people like mm. you to hang around and to 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 soak that in because we're like sponges mm. you know just the same as as kids kids are sponges so if you're in the mirror talking about how you look fat they're going to do the same thing mm. the exact same thing so step up make the conscious decision to improve your life improve yourself don't you're not a victim you are a victor your story is a way to propel you into greatness and it does not define you, you know. Uh, so let's leave that. Let's remind yeah. people. There's, there's lots of action in this yeah, particular let's show. Yeah, let's give us a wrap-up. Let's give us a wrap-up. And and so the final thing that I, I do want, to be, and thank you for what you said, because I do think that it's really important for us to revisit this topic of evaluating who are the people that we spend the most time with. I think write that, that, that down. I think write it down. Mm-hmm. Like actually make a chart, people. Yes, you are making a chart to evaluate where your time is spent, not the people, but the time. And then ask yourself, does that person, you know, help your life become more fulfilled, more joyful, more grateful? Does it bring you more peace and happiness when you're with that person? If not, wait, listen, we don't have to go cut everybody off and, you know, like make a shit ton of change. You can love people from afar. You can leave people from afar and let them go down their path. You don't have to cut off every single person that maybe isn't going to be in that top five. So that's, that's your soul work today. Yeah. And your random act of kindness. And you're at, that wasn't that, was that, that's the show too? Was that last show? No, that was, was that the show? I think that was the last, that was the last show. <laughs> oh my goodness. We, okay. So we, we want you guys to know that we've worked so hard to bring you this in a method that we think is good for you to be able to absorb it. We know that there's a lot. We understand that there's a lot and we know that you're going to listen to this more than once and that's totally okay. We are, we are going to feed it to you like fire hydrant speed. Woo! Thank well, you so much thank for joining you. us. Thank and we you. will see you in our next episode when we start yes, you going will. on new topics. So woo, woo. bring it back. Are you ready? This is Courtney Olson thanking you for joining us. If you want to keep up with us and join us some more, find us on our website at girl.com. That is G-triple-R-L, G-R-R-R-L.com. You can find our newsletter on there to sign up for that and stay in the now. Or find us on our Instagram at girl underscore clothing. That's girl underscore clothing. And remember, you are enough.